All right, here we go. Episode five. Episode five. Of the run. 402. co-host. 402 podcast. Joe Kilzer. Tonight, we got a special guest. She's excited about this. Jennifer Kilzer. Are you nervous? A little bit. Don't be nervous. All right, we're going to start it off. Ready? Three things that you're good at. All right, three things that I'm good at. Um, let's see. Ooh, making lists. Okay. Really good at that. Um, I am really good at um, shopping at Target. Okay. Excellent. Great. And I am really good at saying I will start again on Monday. Perfect. All right. This week, three things you need to get better at. <laughs> Starting again three. on Monday. <laughs> right. Yeah, so we'll... <laughs> That's Echo that. Starting again on Monday. This episode releases on Monday. Perfect timing. Yep. Um, let's see. I also need to um, get better at being a better tennis player. Okay. It's summertime. This is a perfect time to do that. And uh, I need to get better at um, discipline. I've been not so disciplined lately, so... Awesome. All right. Well, the Run 402 podcast is all about the Omaha running community, and probably it will extend out to our friends west and east, north and south. Uh, but hearing everyone... Internationally. Internationally, hopefully. We need an international listener. Uh, but hearing their running stories and their thoughts and their ideas and promoting the positive spirit of what running brings to this great community of ours. So, with no further ado, let's find <laughs> out about you. Our first question, I got a few questions for you. Ready for this? Tell us when and how you got into running. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. I got into running um, probably, it's been eight, eight years maybe, 2014. Did I do my math right? Um, 2014. So when you're like 18? Yeah, yes, <laughs> when I was 18, at the young age of 18. No, so I am a late to life runner. Um, if you would have, if you would talk to anyone who knows me as a child, teenager, young adult in my 20s, um, they would have never expected me to be a runner, nor would I, for that matter. Um, so I am a late-to-life runner, never ran um, before I was in my 30s, and so started then. And started because, honestly, um, social media played a big role in it, oddly enough. Um, I would see all these other people running races, and I thought that sounded like a good idea. So I gave it a shot. And right, here we back, are. And here we are. All right, let's back up one second, one step, because you just said a, a real cool line. A late-to-life runner. Yes. Because, you know, some runners here in Omaha, they've been running since... They came out of the womb. Right. Or they ran in high school. Or they ran in high school, college. college and everything. No. So I started earlier. Yes. So what's something positive about being a late-to-life runner? Um, I think something positive about late-to-life is that, like, it's all still new and fun and fresh-ish. I'm still learning all the time. I don't have anything to compare it to. <laughs> or I don't have any way back when stories either, which is kind of nice. Right. <laughs> right. So what's, what's the most difficult thing about being a late-to-life runner? I don't have any way back when stories. Um, I never learned how to run, I guess. 
properly. Um, I don't know anything about being a track athlete. I don't, you know, um, I don't know any of the real specifics behind it all. I've learned. I didn't when I started. I've learned since. All right, so let's, let's still keep it with this, though, because that's when you, when you got into running. So what things have you done over the last eight years? You've done, you've done races, everything from a 5K to a... 50, 50 miles. Mile, 50 miler. Mm-hmm. And so you've run the gambit with half marathons. <laughs> All, everything and everything in between. And everything in between. Mm-hmm. So did you start off with a couch? I did. Okay. So I did start off with couch to 5K. Um, took me three times, actually, for it to stick. So I started and quit, started and quit, started and quit. And then the fourth time, fourth shot at it. <laughs> One more time. One more. One more. Uh, I tried, and that is how I started, was with Couch to 5K. And uh, I signed up for a race, which also helped, because then it was, I had to be committed. I had to be able to run 3.1 miles. So, yes, that is, that's really where it started and quit. See, I I always find that stuff, that stuff's a cool thing. Because you always see, like, people who are, like, natural-born runners, you know, and that's who everyone celebrates. Not me. <laughs> but no, and it, when you get the celebration of somebody who started late to running, then started off with a couch to 5K, failed a few times, and then you've completed a 50 miler. Right. I've come a long way. You've come a long way. So, all right. So, you've come a long way. So, I, I wrote my next question What do you love most about running? Oh, there's a lot I actually love about Well, you know. Because you're married to me. <laughs> but, I know, but we never talk about running. We I, really don't. We kind of keep that one separate. Um, I have a love-hate relationship with it. So it's an interesting question, I guess. Um, there's a lot I do love about it, though. Um, I love, first and foremost, the people that I have met through the running community. Like, I am a people person. I am an extrovert. Like, I love people. So I think the people... Um, that I've met through it would be top. I think a secondary thing about it is um, I like the challenge. It does not come easily to me. I have to work for it. I have to work hard (laughs) for it. And uh, with everything else in my life, things usually come pretty easily, come pretty naturally. And this was never something that came naturally. And Oddly enough, I've stuck with it because of that. I like the challenge. I love the challenge. Perfect. But of course, I, like on the flip side now, what's the toughest thing about it? We are being completely honest here, right? That's what people people want to hear. People Keep want it real. Hear, people want to hear. <laughs> um, I will be honest, and I will say, I think for me personally, the hardest thing about it, um, I struggle with the comparison game that is a huge struggle for me um maybe it's because I'm late to life I don't I really don't know why maybe it's because I did not grow up a runner I am not you know I am not the speediest person out there um and so I look at other people and other things and that is the hardest part for me. The part that should not be hard. 
I understand this is a solo sport and I should be focused on me and being the best me in this sport. But in full transparency, yes, I struggle. That's the hardest part for me. Yep. Do you want to disagree on something? Sure. All right. We're going to disagree. I don't think it's a solo sport, especially in the Run 402 community, though. Because I think everyone's got their own team of support. Oh, I would wholeheartedly agree. Yes. I feel very supported as a runner. I struggle with... Comparing yourself to this runner or that yes, runner or yes. this person's time. Or I should be this time. That person's that time. I should be this time. So forth and so on. But I think social media plays a bad role in that too. Yes. Strava. That's a whole nother, you know, we could get, that's a whole nother podcast. Are you a love-hate relationship with someone Strava? Yes. Yes, I am. Um, I think it's a great thing. It has been great um, for our training group to hold that accountability with people. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I think it's great to... Are you hosting now? I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think we'll come to that. But to have that um, opportunity to see other people and cheer other runners on, I love that part of it. But it also, yes, you know, I, I, love, I struggle. We never talk about this stuff. I know. It's fun. <laughs> All right, I'll lighten it up a little bit. Are you ready? Um, and then we'll get into some heavy stuff. What are your three favorite races? Three favorite, favorite ra- races. And you could say they're also 4th of July fun run, which is coming up on the 4th of July, Independence is, Day. Okay, well, that's not in my top three. However, oh, yes, here we, is we a... Got, we've got an issue now. <laughs> Here's a little plug for the Ralston Independence Day fun run. Um, join us. We would love to have you. You can find us on Instagram right. at... Raw Fun Run. Raw Fun Run 04. All um, lowercase. Yes. But, no, top three races. Let's focus, focus. Um, okay, Dizzy Goat has been... Uh, one of my favorites for a long time. Um, I have not done it the past couple years, so I have not participated since it's been in two new locations. But when Dizzy was at SRAM, um, that was like my first trail race, my first welcome to all of that. First ultra? First ultra it was. Um, I've done the three hour and the 12 hour. And um, just the atmosphere there, the people, if you guys have never done a goats race, there's our plug and yet another plug for them. They are wonderful people. Um, that is a fun community. Well, number one, they, they, we can all agree. They put on a great. They put on great races. Um, and the cheer stations for those are fantastic. Uh, so Dizzy Goat. Dizzy Goat. That's one. Um, and number two, I am going to go, <laughs> I think I will go with the, uh, Joey Mac 10 K ish, which, um, you know, we, this is a local race put on by us right. <laughs> and now runs from our home. Um, so we've done it for like the past four years and, uh, that one's just, that was just fun, right? We just hang out and run some distances and really celebrate your Irish heritage. So that's a good time. And your third? Third, um, Chicago Marathon. That was my first marathon. I've only run it once and um, am 
dying to get back again. So anyone who tells me that they have, that they are running Chicago, you know, I am super jealous of and equally as excited for them. Um, atmosphere there. I think part of it, part of why that's probably one of my favorite races is because it was my first marathon. So it holds a special place in my heart. But, um, bucket list race. What's it? Bucket list. Oh gosh, I have so many. I'll pick one. Jeez, Joe, that was a tough one. Um, it's like hard hitting questions. This is these are hard hitting questions. Okay. I'll be honest. This might surprise you. Maybe not surprise you. We'll see. Uh, my bucket list race, even long before I was a runner, I said that the only thing that was going to get me to run would be running one of the Disney races. Yep. He's totally shaking his head. If you could see him right now, he's just like, oh, I can't believe that's what you said. Um, but yes, so I think any of the run Disney races, specifically the Princess Marathon weekend. That's a bucket list for me. It is. Fair enough. Yep. And you're the guest. Yep. You're the guest. All right, now let's change directions once again. Um, you're the head coach for Omaha Fleet Feet for their spring training session and the fall training session. Yep. And so um, what do you enjoy most about that? So you, you do your own running, mm -hmm. but now you've taken on this role. And I, I mean, I sit there and I see the backside of it, the organization and stuff that goes into it. But what do you really like about it? I mean, what? Um, so much. I, what I most like I, is going back to what I love most about running. It's the people. Um, I love meeting new people. I love hearing everybody's stories. The most amazing thing about our training group, I think, is that we have athletes of all different backgrounds, all different paces, all different goals. And so really getting to, you know, we've got everything from your athletes who are looking to qualify for Boston to athletes who this is their first half marathon and they are just thrilled to get out there and get going and complete this um, goal. And you kind of lose sight of that a little bit after you've done a couple, after you've done it for a while, like the excitement behind that and what an accomplishment it really is. Uh, and so I think I really, what I like most about the group is getting to help all of these different people where they are and help them where they want to be. It's powerful stuff. It really is. Like it is so, I, that it's been so rewarding for us to be able to do that and have these people. I mean, they, if we motivate them a 10th of what, <laughs> of yeah. how they motivate us, then we're on a good, you know, good I want to, you know, I want to ask a hard question. It's just not on here. Oh, great. Okay. So my question is, and this is like, so let's say you have a runner. And let's say a runner wants to run um, 150. Okay. Or the runner's not happy with it. Let's back it up. Let's say the runner's not happy with their performance because they're comparing it to somebody else. <laughs> what do you tell that person? I feel like that was two different questions. Okay. What do you tell the person that wants to compare themselves to somebody else? I get it because there's a difference between being a coach and being an athlete. Right. Um, as a coach, 
I am going to tell them that life happens. This happens. And it's not going, you know, like, you cannot compare yourself to somebody else. And we got to just figure out what happened and turn back around and set new goals and restart, refocus, go again. I'm going to tell them we're going to go again. We're not going to stop here. Right. The day after, it's time right. to get back on. I right. think that's the toughest thing for runners. Like, who, let's say you put all your marbles in. I'm going to run a PR at the Lincoln Half Marathon. Mm-hmm. And then that day it shows up to be 80-some degrees. Awesome. Or, like every year recently. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the cool thing. <laughs> right. Was it hot this year? Yes. No, no. Weather was really great this year, actually. This but was like, a great year. Our athletes crushed it. They, they did crush it. <laughs> but, like, how do you get runners to see, and I, I, always, I always say it, and I think you believe it too, like, the journey is way better than the destination. Absolutely. Every training cycle, you know, there's something to be said of the work that you put in day in, day out. Uh, we saw that with our athletes this spring. Um for our listeners who have done the Lincoln Marathon or Lincoln Half Marathon or are thinking of doing that next year, uh, and you live in Nebraska, you know that winter can be fickle. Um, and a lot of people training in the winter is tough. And there are conditions, you know, that are not ideal ever. How much do you love the treadmill? I am not supposed to talk about how much I don't like the treadmill. But, I hate it. I so how do you get to work out on the treadmill? Um, that's where that discipline piece I talked about earlier comes in. Okay, I got it. All right. Would you rather run in the hot or the cold? Mm, trick question. I know. I'm off. I'm way off kilter. Trick question. Okay. I would. We are like squirrels here. If you haven't figured it out, we are all all the things all over the place. I would rather run in the cold. Like that's my like ideal race day weather however i really i prefer summer clothing summer running clothing mm-hmm. so fair enough fair enough all right so coach let's say i'm just getting into running what advice do you give to a new runner who's just you know what i want to do my first 5k i want to do my first 10k you know what i've never done a half marathon what's your advice Consistency is key. Show up. Um, It sounds cliche, but it's like, don't give up. I mean, I sat there, like I mentioned earlier, and started and quit. Couch to 5K three times before it stuck. Um, And I wish I would have just stuck it out the first time however I'm not mad that eventually it took you know that and then it's consistency and not giving up I think another thing everybody's kind of different in their running um, preferences as I mentioned I am a people person I am also a people runner I do not do well solo so I think for a new runner I'd say figure out what works best for you and stick with it. 
If you are somebody who needs accountability, find those people. We've talked about it um, on the podcast. Sarah has given so many different <laughs> groups um, for people to reach out to and find in Omaha. There's so many people. I mean, you can't go a night in Omaha without having Not one night. There's something every day of the Monday week. Monday night. Peak literally. Perf- peak performance, run happy hour. Which Tuesday, is, uh, in a rail. Wednesday. We just talked about the one Wednesday. There's several. There's um, Cross Train. There's Fleet Feet does a group run. Omaha Run Club, I think, meets on Wednesdays uh, at various this locations. Wednesday. Does Fleet Feet, do they do both locations? That's a great question. No, Wednesday nights are the legacy location for Fleet Feet group runs. And then Thursdays are Fleet Feet Exarban store that just opened group runs. And if you do that one, though, you get a discount on Kincaid Beer. And discount at Kincaidor. So, hey, Kincaidor, let's sponsor it up. (laughs) (laughs) We need fuel for these. Yes. Your town is on Thursday night. We can host a podcast down there. Kincaidor, let's go. Step up. Um, So... And Saturdays, there's group runs all over the place. Fleet Feet does a group run all around town, just depending on the week. Uh, There's always something. So that accountability. But maybe you're that person who does not want people. You want to, you know, you are better on your own. Great. I applaud you for that and say, good. Then keep that consistency. Get out there. Do the work. Do it. Just stick with it. Stick with it. Um, Easier said than done. Going on about fleet feed stuff, I don't really know much about it. Do you guys make a whole training plan if someone wants to start? We do. Um, so we have a, a spring training group and a fall training group. Uh, we have some other ones sprinkled in between, actually. So our fall training group will be starting up at the uh, end of July, first week of August. And the goal most of our athletes are training to run the good life half sea and so it's a 12-week program uh, that we will do and uh, when you sign up for it what you get with the program is uh, you get a training plan and we have four different levels of that training plan so we've got a you know a run walk plan we've got a beginner and intermediate and advanced so we try to hit every runner that's going to come to us And in addition to that, we have uh, two group runs a week that uh, we do together. We have one night that is our speed work and then... Or just workout. It might be like a tempo run. Right. It might be a hill. Right. So um, we do that or... And then Saturdays we do our long runs together from various places. And then anywhere in between in the week, you know, we've got that accountability piece. Uh, This last training cycle we tried something new to where our athletes were all assigned um a specific coach and so that's where joe came in um and he was one of our coaches for the spring training and our the great thing about our coaches that we have at fleet feet is we have got uh, such a vast amount of experience with our coaches and you know we have our coaches who have Run it all, honestly. I think we've probably covered every distance, every... Right. I, I, I think the one thing, too, with it, you're not limited to, like, if you're not signed up for the halves, if you're doing a race in 10 buck 2 Yep. Or you have a marathon, not a half marathon, yep. or you have a 10K that you're going for, the, the, the plans are modified. Yes. 
But the big thing you get is the accountability and the modifications to the workouts. And and a group of people who really, truly support each other and right. encourage. The one thing I like about the training group is, like, the supporting part. But now you, like, see, like, on Thursday nights, you do the taco ride. We ride down to the Bellevue Berry Farm. And then there you see, like, people in the training group that are now... Friends. Friends. And you so, know. And so building, building that community. So there you go. All right, ready? We're going to go light here because I know we're 24 minutes, and so we'll keep, it to, okay. we'll keep it to 30, okay? Okay. Okay, ready? So here you go. This will be rapid fire. How about that? Oh, okay. I love rapid fire. You do. What's your favorite shoe? <laughs> right now, currently, uh, Hokamox. I was a Brooks girl forever. Still like my Brooks, but I am on the Hokamox. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you can stay here tonight. Oh, okay. All right. You also have a pair. Okay. I know. It's not my favorite shoe. <laughs> Although, if they want to sponsor the show... Right, we'll bring show. them all in. Everybody. Favorite pre-race meal? Pancakes. Gross. There's nothing in this world that's worse than breakfast for dinner. I love breakfast for dinner. Okay. Horrible. All right. Favorite running clothing brand? Lululemon. If they also want to sponsor... <laughs> I just keep throwing it in. I know. Lululemon. If they want us to be ambassadors, that would be great. Lululemon, step but it up. Give for all real, our Paul's listeners. an ambassador. I know. Or I know like, come on, like, bring like, us like, in. Like Paul's like Thor. He's all he yoked is. up and Adonis <laughs> and everything right. like that. All right. If you're running alone, you're in a race, you got your headphones on. Three songs or groups, or bands, whatever. Can I go with like a genre? Or do I just have to do... Three, three? on your list. Three on my list. <laughs> Remember, okay. like, I don't think we have anyone under 18. No doubt. Well, yeah, we've got My an 18 to 22. Sometimes. All right, <laughs> I will say. There's no, there's no swear words in these songs, like in the title, is there? Um, no, I'll okay. keep it clean. All right, so genre-wise, I mean, the majority of my playlists are going to be 90s and early 2000s rap. Hands down. That's the majority of it. Um, so what are we going to hear on it? However, however. I'll go like totally rogue and be like the ones that end up on like every playlist, which you will make fun of me like relentlessly for. Um, <laughs> Steve Winwood. Oh my God. Roll with it. So that might be maybe our like 50, 60 plus listeners might be with me on that. Um, Thank you. Maddie Thank and Kay, you. bathroom floor. And <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of a third off the top of my head. Just any 90s, 2000s rap, and a lot of it. Do you make a specific playlist for your races? I do. Depending on the race? Depending on the race, yes, I do. Do you shuffle it, or do you have a specific order? I shuffle it. I've always Until I've always she gets wanted, to the end. When she gets to the end. Yep, I just press next, 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 if, depending on my mood. I put enough on there. I do not. I have toyed with the idea before of making it specific to my goal time. To where I cannot <laughs> the music choose the next out. one. Yeah, like yeah. you better get it or you're done. But I've never done that or being specific enough to be like, I know I'm going to need this song at mile nine. Mile nine, you lose yourself Eminem. Right, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Kings you know? never die. Or wait, Eminem. no, that has to be eight mile. Mile eight. Right, yeah, right, right, right. I don't know. I, I almost grew up on eight mile. Okay, next question. <laughs> you were out of control. <laughs> All right, well, Okay. Two questions left. Okay. I'm going to skip one. And we're running short on time. All right. 
someone who is in their later 30s, right? Yes. All right. You can't run every day. No. Tell me about cross training. Like, what do you do? I, I, I know what you do, but tell the listeners what you do on the off days or when you're not, you're not running. Because I think it's important for people who don't or who are into running or just starting running, you know, or maybe who are going to run for years. Right. Run every day. Like, what do you do on your off days or how do you balance it out? Or I'll say what we all know and maybe don't do. Okay. How's that also? Um, so, like, are you going to tell, tell people to not take days off? No, I'm not going to tell people that. Yeah, that'll be, that was your job to do. Um, runners are notorious for running and running only and doing nothing else. And that works for some runners. I'm not that runner. Um, I bike for my cross training. I've really fallen in love with that. Um, and then strength training is so crucial and so key. And we try to tell our fleet feet athletes that, and provide some resources for them on that. Um, and so getting in the gym, lifting, weights are not a bad thing. And runners oftentimes, not for any, you know, everybody's got their own reasons, not for any good reason, but I think weights get avoided a lot because you're too busy trying to get those miles in. <laughs> and so I feel, uh, yes. Thank you, so, Strava. Thank you, Strava, yes. So I think that really, getting in the gym, lifting, going to those classes. If you're a gym member and you know, they have those classes, you've got body pump available. You've got, you know, kickboxing, whatever else, orange theory, all the things, uh, things other than running. Orange theory will be at peak performance tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. And if you're an orange theory member, you get 10% off at the store. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Maybe we should talk to him Maybe we should give our listeners 10% off. All right. We'll ask them about we'll that tomorrow night. Right. We'll give them a code. Right. We'll hit them up. Yeah. All right. Here. Okay. One, one extra question before okay. I ask my final one. Okay. What is tougher, checking Strava <laughs> or driving down 168th Street, going over Zerinsky and seeing runners out there and questioning how fast they are and why you're not out there? You know, you know, you know the game. Every runner does it. The latter. Um, I. <laughs> Every runner does it. They drive past a group of runners, or they see a solo person out there grinding, and it. Oh, I. It just gives me FOMO. Like, even on the days when I know it, like on your rest days, or when I know I'm supposed to be taking it easy, or anything like that. Yes. Um, but I think that's a good sign. I think it's a good sign for runners to see other people and want to be doing that. All right, now my final question. We'll be done. We're going to do this good. Okay. <laughs> All right. I t- the running community in Omaha, we've, we've agreed it's strong. Yeah. It's, everything's good. It's awesome. So I want to know three runners that inspire you or who have had a positive impact on this community. And it's kind of a cheat question. It's kind of a cheat question because, like, who you say, then we're going to reach out to have on as guests. Oh, Okay. So three people that you've come across in your path running in Omaha that... And they can't be us. And it can't be us. <laughs> no, one of them is! Oh, no. no, no I'm no, now sitting no, here today. No, 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 that's, a, that's no. great that you say that, but I'm going to... I'm. Mm-mm. Yep, watch. Negative All right. She's going there. I am. I'm going oh. there. So um, <laughs> I will start with... I'm going to go with a collective answer on this one. I'm going to go with 
this last uh, Fleet Feet spring training group as a collective whole. Um, they, as we talked about earlier, just having that community, building this group up and seeing, you know, seeing them interact with each other and them encourage each other. And like Joe said, uh, every Saturday, we are fortunate enough to go run with these people right. and they keep showing up. And that is so, so much fun for us to see. Um, and they inspire me more than they probably ever know. I, that love hate with Strava, I love getting on there and seeing them just crushing it still. I know. I was, Like, love it. <laughs> I know. You know what? I, I, I think about that. Like, the, the, race, the races were great and everything like that. But, like, they suffered through, like, the Wednesday night. No, it's miserable. 100% cold, and they, like, wouldn't leave. Wind, like, 30-mile-per-hour like, winds. Oh. <laughs> and, like, they'd wait till the last person's done before they would yep. leave. It was all in. Yes. They just embrace the sun. Okay. Okay, the, there's one. There's one. Number two. I am going to go with uh, Lonnie Conley. Okay. Okay. So Lonnie is um, part of our Fleet Feet group. She is um, like, she is the definition like of a grinder. She will get out there and she has done all these half marathons. She is currently part of the Fleet Feet 50K training group. And not because she wants to run a 50K per se right now. Um, it is because she like just wants to learn about running on different terrain and, you know, just that endurance piece of it. Lonnie, uh, she'll tell you. She wouldn't be mad if I said this. No, she wouldn't. She is a back-of-the-pack runner. Um, she's a slower runner. And she, it does not matter, though. She's going to be out there. She is so tough. You know, she said one thing to me one time. She's never not finished a workout and she's never not yep. finished a race. I mean, she, she might be last. Right. But she is going to get it done and she gets it done. And I love that. And this, I'll throw him in here for a minute. The spring training, you know, I specifically put Lonnie in his group because I knew he would, they would be great for each other. And they were right. And, uh, yes. So Lonnie, just the person who is your back of the pack and is so determined, so strong, and she's going to get it done. Um, and then third, I'm going to go Joe Kilzer. Well, yep, I, so. I am. Okay, because, because. Oh, my gosh. Because. There's a million runners in Omaha. There are, but I'm married to one of the best. Um, yeah, we're going to be real cheesy for a minute. Um, no, but in all seriousness, um, he is super humble about his accomplishments oh as a runner. This is my turn. My okay, turn to keep, talk. Keep going. <laughs> um, but legit, uh, I got to watch him coach these athletes this spring as well and be in that capacity. And uh, they all, you know, his group was the group that was there every week. And that wasn't a coincidence, you know. Like, all his athletes were there. Um, we did a survey at the end. He got all the accolades as he should. He's invested. Um, but you are inspiring because you have done all the things. All, all throw. You, you mentioned it when you were a guest. He's a Boston Marathoner. To me, who will never be a Boston Marathoner, that is like the ultimate. Um, and 
I, he doesn't take it for granted. I think a lot of Boston marathoners kind of are like, yep. And you appreciate what you did. All right, let's back up then. So like the runs that we've done together, yes. the racing stuff, what's, a a one, what, what's <laughs> the one thing that sticks out? What's the one moment that sticks out? Santel's Marathon? Oh, yeah. That wasn't the one you were thinking. No, that, no, that's good. That was a good one. We did not want to talk at the end. We did not. No. We don't always, you know, but that's that's why you inspire me, though. You always push me. And he sees more in me than I see in myself. And he sees that in his athletes as well. He sees more in them than they see in themselves. Remember mile 20? 22. 22. <laughs> Vividly, that's for another day. But but what? What did I say to you? No, we don't, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> you guys want to hear it, don't you? I go, yeah. What did I say? Yeah. This is going to throw me under the bus. You said we have four miles left. Give me all you have. <laughs> right. What you say? We're not going to say who I. <laughs> I. There were some choice words in there, and I not so politely told them, him that I had been giving him all I blankety blank 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 had for the whole time. 22 miles. <laughs> that was a great race. That was a great race. PR. <laughs> it was my PR. But. That's that, why there it goes. There, that's why because that this is this is who he is. He Ugh. and he's humble about it, and it drives me nuts. But it's great. So, you get added to that list. Oh, thank you. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Jennifer, my first guest. Joseph, we did it. <laughs> we survived. Somehow, longest podcast. Yeah, they're gonna. Oh be my like, gosh! Oh my gosh. gosh. Like Thirty-seven minutes, listeners. All right. So who do we want? We want Fleepy. Not nah, not Fleepy. Lululemon to sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Can cater to sponsor us. Yep. Who else do we mention? We mentioned Hoka. Hoka. <laughs> Orange Theory. Brooks. Orange Theory. That you betcha guy. Yeah, Bush Light. Bush yes. Lights. And it's some Bush yep. Lights. Yep. And, and we'll be good. All right. So you, Joe's hosting on... That was a loud clap. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Joe's going to drop episodes on Mondays. If you're interested in being on the podcast... We want every runner in the Omaha area to be on the podcast. So Absolutely. I'm, I'm the dropping, recording studio right here. Right? We have bush lights. But <laughs> um, Joe's releasing episodes on Mondays. I'm still going to release on Wednesdays. If anyone else is interested in hosting, reach out. Like, it's all about community here. Uh, thank 100%. you so much, hosting Joe. Thanks, Jen, Thanks. for coming on. We should just call it Significant Other Week. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's it was. It right. was. That's right. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you next week.